0: Hey everybody, welcome back. It's the FTF Podcast with me, Drew Toothpaste, and my friend, Ed Zitron. Ed, what's up? Ah, uh, I stink. I didn't... I got on, got on the bike,
1: had a long day at work. Got on the bike again, had a longer day at work, didn't really shower. stink like an ass. See, see, so so you, so you're rotten out. You're rotten
0: out.
1: Oh yeah, I got like a new bike of sorts. So you can get this thing called a smart trainer. Where you plug a real bike into it, and so it's it, it goes into this virtual world called Zwift, where it's like a cycling MMO, and oh yeah, holy shit, it's like so much harder than Peloton. Peloton is like pedaling on that; it's like pedaling on like a smooth pillow. It's like <laughs> a beautiful pillow. It's like all smooth. And pedaling on a like a smart trainer is just fucking a grind, just brutal. Yeah. It's cool. But like, I did like a race this morning, and let me tell you, thought I was getting fit, not anymore. Well, so you put, so you Just put another the, version of fat.
0: You you put the you you like so this is the a gears onto the. It's a real bike, and you put the bike on rollers. Is that right?
1: No, no. Sort of, but no. So you're actually you, on you the can road. Get a version like you can get. No, they, like you can get a version that is doing that, but you take okay. the back wheel off and then you Yeah, you basically just take that off and you attach the gears to the smart trainer and then it like mimics everything. Yeah, I'm uh and it's fucking weird and real cyclists are on it. And there's this thing called watts per kilogram. Yeah. It's just a fucking depressing number. It's the worst.
0: Oh, so that's like... I was like, oh, I must be pretty fit. And it's like, no, it's... No. Oh, so you've got guys on there who have... They've got, like, Tour de France veins, right? Oh, yeah. And I was talking
1: to my mate Mac about it, and he said they're all just the most deeply unhappy people. But because to compete at that level, like... To be worse than those people is to still be insanely fit and to have this insane body and horrible diet and everything's a fucking nightmare world for you. Oh, yeah. Your hormones are all fucked. Yeah, yeah. So you're just this miserable motherfucker just like constantly arguing people. But there are people who have like five watts per kilogram or watts per kilogram, as I meant to say. And I have like 1.1. It's super embarrassing but also, eh? Who cares? I that's, just like I did it this morning. I was like, this can't be that bad. And also, it calculates caloric burn different. It's literally just based on the power you put out. It's fucking crazy. Anyway, it was fun. But like, so much, mo- and you're like grinding away because it's gears.
0: Oh yeah, oh, that's yeah. Why well, I, I haven't uh, I haven't ridden my stationary bike at all this week. Uh, I got uh, I got sick right after thanksgiving which uh was quite a while ago at this point uh got uh some kind of gastroenteritis uh i actually went to to the worst and weirdest doctor in the world uh when this happened so uh for those of you who are are not familiar with the way the medical system works uh Basically, uh, I, in theory, have a doctor that's at a doctor's office that I could see. But if I call my doctor and I'm not dying, um, it's like, OK, so what is it now? It's December. So they say, OK, well, you can come in in February We can schedule you February twenty first, and I am like, no, I am having like uh, acute gastro distress right now, right? Like trying to phrase it gently so the people, so I am not like, hello doctor, I am shitting my brains out, right? So, uh, so I had to go to that though that I. I really want to just say that to the doctor. No, I'm I'm always uh no, I'm shitting, no, I, I'm shitting I, my ass out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm never like uh, uh I never use euphemisms. I'm just like I am having a lot wow. of diarrhea right now. I'm always just very very uh uh plain I did that and once very clear. But the doctor
1: was like, uh, actually, uh diarrhea is the act of having a lot. It's the volume." And I was like, "Oh, okay." Uh oh, okay. Okay. We go from here, He's like, "So describe your bowel movement." I was like, "Okay, well, ugh, okay." Have to do this, and so just yeah, just fucking. That was so much. That was a great conversation. I. Love
0: <laughs> it. Uh yeah, yeah. I had anyway, to. So you, uh, called, you called
1: up. You said I'm
0: shitting my dick off. Yeah, yeah. No, I did, so I didn't even bother calling my real doctor. So I was like, you know, I'm gonna do nothing because. <laughs> Uh, That is, of course, the cheapest option. And as I suspected, I had a virus, which means there's nothing you could do. You can't take antibiotics for a virus. Uh, So I uh, ended up after laying around on the couch and and just feeling like, you know, generally like low energy to the point where, you know, I couldn't get up and do anything. So I was like, fine, fuck it. I'll go to the doctor. So I go to uh, I go to my normal urgent care. And they had closed. <laughs> there was just a sign on the door. Perfect. Didn't didn't notify me or anything. I don't know where my files are. So my files are either at some other doctor or they just threw my files, just like fifteen years of me having sinus infections and stuff, right in the trash. So uh, so I find oh. I get on my phone. I find another urgent care, and this place is in what used to be a bank, and um, right. I I go in. And uh, there's nobody there and there's nobody behind the desk. And there is a dog asleep. Perfect. Like in the doctor's area. And I was like, well, this is fucking so just weird. A dog. <laughs> just yeah, it's a just a dog. dog. And the do- just yeah, it up. was it was like a big oh. um, what's the American dog? Golden Retriever. It was just like a big golden <laughs> retriever just laying there. And I was like, all right, buddy. And then finally a woman came out and she's like, hey, you know, are you sick? And I'm like, yes, I've been having diarrhea, although. Uh, you know, I was just advised that that so is, didn't that is the, the act. It's the act rather than the product. No, I didn't. know the dog stayed asleep. I came back out. The dog was asleep. I was like, is it a service dog? On my way out, I was kind of peeping on it. And there was the like, no vest his, or anything. It's on his break. Yeah. No, I mean, apparently he was a doctor, right? So. Uh, <laughs> Dr. Dog. I kind of love I, that. Dog. It's like a dream of all those
1: fucking. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> kill me uh, but
0: uh, it's
1: <laughs> like it's like the dream of all those fucking people who unironically follow dogreties
0: um, <laughs> yeah
1: where they're like duh I like I, I wish the dog was a heckin doctor so they could they could fucking kill me and I can't you can't legally sue a dog yeah <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, the, uh, I was not. Anyway, I was sorry, not. I, I keep interrupting your shin. I was not. So no, it's fine. I was not able to figure out why the dog was there. I thought you might. I thought you might have some idea. I go back, and uh, the doctor comes in almost immediately. In like beat for beat, he's absolutely Doctor Nick Riviera from The Simpsons, and he takes a stethoscope and he presses it. He goes dot, 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 dot about that fast and presses it in different places on my torso. And he goes, well, your breathing sounds fine. He did. He didn't listen at all. And then he's like, and then he's like, well, you know, you have viral gastroenteritis. And uh, I was like, yeah, I know. And uh, so he's like, "Okay, go home, drink water. I can prescribe you something. And I was like, sure. So he prescribed me something weird that was like, uh, and and I sent, uh, I sent Ed the list of side effects for this medication he gave me, which is what I was coming to. (laughs) So what, what I was having is I was having a very common problem, which is, uh, you know, I had a virus. My digestive system was trying to flush the virus out by, uh, you know, changing the permeability of my intestines or whatever. Anyway, so I'm flushing a bunch of water out. So I'm getting dehydrated and all this kind of stuff. I'm having to drink extra water. It's making me shit more, whatever. So I got this. So I picked this up and I'm waiting for the prescription to be filled. And uh, the side effects were that you can become disorganized. Uh, there was one where the side effect was that you would feel sad or empty inside. There was one where it said it would lower your ability to feel empathy. (laughs) They were really specific, really specific side effects. And these are mixed in with other side effects, such as like rapid heartbeat, you know, dizziness. Wasn't Uh, Wasn't there a really good one though? Uh, I, I'm gonna, uh, you know what? I'm gonna it go. Like it's like, you'll feel,
1: you'll feel good. I want to find this now because it was such a fucking funny, is it? Full sense of well-being. Fu- <laughs> <So> <laughs> you funny, still. They, you, they just gave you, they just gave you antidepressants. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh, here, here or it alcohol. is. It was just a bottle. Of, they just gave you some fucking beer. So, It'll feel uh- bad, dude. Oh, God, I wish that would be uh, no, you're supposed to you're supposed to avoid. So uh, so a side effect of taking this drug, which is supposed to lower your ability to have diarrhea, a side effect of it is diarrhea. So I'm not sure how that works. I'm not oh. sure how you would find out if you had that. Um, uh, it's uh, now I know this one. It's a philosophical thing.
1: It's the uh, unstoppable object versus the immovable force. Just like, the diarrhea is faced with anti-diarrhea. Do not move. <laughs> Just fucking
0: the, amazing. Uh, I, I found it. Uh, so you, so fa- uh, fast, shallow breathing. You can get a headache. These are all normal things. Loss of interest or pleasure. And, uh, Ed, this is the one that you texted me back immediately. You said, false or unusual sense of well-being. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Which is that just you would better. be, you would be, you know. Oh man, I feel like Unaware super drained. Of all the terrible things. Yes, in your fucking yes. life. Just, uh, just, just the on depressing. the, just on the toilet, and you've you've got redness of the face, which I I already have. I always have redness of the face, but I guess it would get more. Oh yeah, me red. too.
1: I just get red face sometimes. It's great. People think I'm drunk.
0: Uh, I, uh, man. So you're reminding me, uh, one of the last times I went to urgent care, uh, it was the one that ended up closing. I, I saw this doctor and I had strep throat and she was like, your face is red. And I was like, it does that. That's what my face looks like. It's just a combination of my face. And like, I guess my genetics, I don't know. The blood inside of it. Yeah, the blood inside of it. Exactly. She's like, "Ah, it seems as though you have some kind of rash. And I was like, no, I'm like European. Like my ancestors were mostly European. So I just have a, a fucking red face. She's like, yeah, but the red is blotchy. And I was like, I know. I look at this motherfucker in the mirror every single day, and it's red and blotchy. And there's not shit I've ever been able to do about it. So the the doctor was concerned about that, less concerned about the the strep throat. But, uh, you know, So, uh, so I actually have a really good fuck the future thing for you
1: here. So, yes. this week, yes. um, apparently, my ex-wife decided to reactivate her Facebook. Literally believe she uh, may have actually deactivated it, like, a day after we separated. Wow. And so I'm like, oh, okay. I know this because, out of nowhere, I shit you not, just, like, 250 fucking photos of me with my ex-wife pop up. And I am, like, not having a great day when this happens. Oh, no. And I've been trying to remove the tags ever since, because they're not my photos. Yeah. They're, like, someone else's photos or her photos. And it's, like, holy fucking shit. Why? And you can't just untag yourself from every photo?
0: You have to click each one. Yeah. Each one? separately that's a fucking nightmare oh it is and it's like the
1: worst fucking thing like truly like fucking like insidious and awful on so many levels because you can't just like untag them all uh-huh you can't just you can't just like select all with them it's truly like fucking horrifying and it's like horrible memories of course it wasn't a great marriage i don't give a shit she listens to this fuck you i don't care
0: <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Come at me. well um, uh, you know it's just it's, me and my ex-wife now everyone no but it, it it, just it's by design like not it's by design right
1: but why those like i don't like do you think like i don't know so, like, so if you go to the facebook untagger you can only do like 10 at a time yeah and that's definitely by design that's so that they can be like Oh yeah, so uh, you uh, can't um, do too much Facebook.
0: <laughs> well,
1: or some and shit to- like that. Like I don't, I can't tell you why. You can do ten at a time.
0: Well, and they would still have the thing is, is that Facebook still has the data. Here's here's something you might not know out there for those of you who still use Facebook. I I have to still use Facebook, uh, just. For about four different reasons, but I have to. It's not something that I particularly love. It's not fun. I don't, you don't enjoy it. It's no, it's not. It's terrible. not. It. It's completely utilitarian. It. It. It exists. I use it to accomplish things. I don't feed it any unnecessary information about my life, so I think it's fine. But uh, Facebook always retains anything you put into it. Period. And if you go. It doesn't matter what you've deleted. If you go into Facebook and you request your data download, you will get every message you've ever exchanged with anybody. It doesn't matter if they've deleted it. It doesn't matter if they're friends with you now. It doesn't matter if they've deleted their account and deleted all their messages and deleted everything. It doesn't matter. All of it is still in there and they still retain all of it. So for the thing where you have to go through and manually untag yourself, I think... What Facebook wants is Facebook wants to have a, a, a great hurdle for anybody to go in and remove public data from what amounts to their social graph. Now they've still got yes. the data, so the reason they do this is like almost spiteful. It seems to me that they make yeah. you oh, jump absolutely. through this. Because they have the right to retain, they have the right to say, "Hey, Ed was in these pictures." And for the whole time that that this other person's Facebook was offline, Facebook has maintained all of this data and still knows. I don't of, even care if they fucking have it. That's the thing. Keep right, the data. Right.
1: Keep my bad memories, man. They're yours. I don't want them anymore. I've done a lot of therapy and a lot more drinking to remove these fucking memories forever and like it was one of the mo- it was one of the first moments i can think of in a while where i've been like truly and this includes the door thing which we'll get to but i have be like wow technology truly sucks this is truly hurtful like i mean in, just
0: in it's set awful, up awful it's shit. set it's set up in such a way where it's like if they had thought about it there's there, their gain they get out of it here's what it always comes down to for me is that their gain they get out of it must be minimal okay because hmm. their value I'm they so have low. Their value they have is tied up in people interacting with the website and catching ad impressions and inflating their daily active users and all this and all this. And Dude, it, if they were like $5 and we will remove any anything between you and this
1: other person, shit, I'll tip them. Fucking remove this from my life. Yeah. And it's crazy ab- as well because my brother, like, as a present when I left. Uh-huh. This is like, and just going to be completely. this was an abusive marriage. Like, I was like, this is deeply traumatized memories. So this isn't just, if you're listening, if I, actually, side note, I've had a lot of people reach out and be like, hey, I feel like shit. Can you talk to me? Thank you. I'm so glad I, like, can help in any way. Please, anytime you want to talk, you've been in an abusive marriage, shit. I don't know how that feels. But this is like, you talk about, I used to, and I admit, I've been insensitive to the idea of a trigger warning before. Now I kind of fucking, like, really get it i feel horrible that i've ever like not understood that because this was just like a flood of the worst shit like the, me- beyond like oh someone like sent me pain jpeg. like that one right, you just feel right. a little sick and move on this was like oh cool you get to remind yourself of years of your life where you were traumatized and trapped and genuinely had like your life ruined and separated from those you love like this is, this is where you were in those years you lost. Thank you, Facebook. You know exactly the time and the date that that shit happened. And hey, if your spouse happens to look, they'll feel like shit too. It's like this genuinely pathological idea that, guess what? Here's a crazy idea. If, and you know what? Make it reversible. You have $100 billion. Make it so that if you like change a relationship status, the tags will get removed. Just... Good start. I don't fucking care if there's an edge case where people do jokey ones. Fuck you. Fuck your fucking joke. It's so horrible. Like, that they even allow this to happen? Like, if the tags disappear, they should disappear forever. Yeah. Yeah. This shouldn't be something where this can come back. Why would it be allowed to? And why can't I just click, like, October or an entire year to remove it? It's like, no, we want you to fucking piecemeal choose, and by the way, relive through thumbnails
0: all of this shit. You fucking oh bastard. yeah, yeah. And you, you can never this rube, and you can never get it all, Ed. You can go through your photos, or you can go through photos you've appeared in, or you can go through albums, or you can go through posts. And for some reason, the fucking algorithm never shows you all of it, right? No. God no. If it it did that, then maybe you'd actually remove it all. You could actually go through, you could put in an hour and sit and click next remove, next remove. But you can't do that. Everything is... is, is... This is just another form of... I don't believe this
1: was... I I say this with all the hate and, and anguish in my heart. I don't think this one was malicious, by the way. I don't think this was a malicious move perpetrated by someone trying to hurt me. I think that this was just how Facebook works and the bad way it's built, but the, it's like this could and probably has been weaponized so efficiently as a form of abuse. Like, Oh, absolutely. Marriages, like, absolutely. fucking destroying people, like, hurting them, reminding them. Giving them, like, miniature panic attacks because this shit pops back up. It's so insidious. Or I would like, delete Facebook if my wife wasn't on it so often and she'd notice and be like why would you lay it I'd be like' it fucking sucks, and then she'd that be like, ah, the whole fucking thing well i in <laughs> no,
0: and I, don't, nah. I don't i don't I don't think it's malicious i think I do think
1: though i well, think it might, it's a, in this case it isn't, but it could be used maliciously oh so yeah much. by by, anu- also, by like, another another someone, someone who this is someone who this is someone who like hurt me. I don't think they tagged themselves or me or what have you as a means of weaponizing it, but it's definitely a way that people use to catalog people to like own them in some way it's oh yeah, terrifying yeah.
0: well just, and they've, well, you know what what I'm thinking is that it, it's just a simple calculus that the company has decided that however they're going to go about doing this, they are always going to pick the way that generates infinitesimally more time on site, right? Infinitesimally yeah. more interaction, more clicks from that's the user. How say
1: that. I've been calling it like infinite small in my brain because my brain doesn't work, but infinite small. Oh, that's good though. Because it is infinite small. Oh no, small. My, brain, my brain doesn't... Sometimes I read like intrigued as intruded. I've never understood yeah. why, but I've been doing that like my
0: whole life. Just my brain's just fucking terrible just awful oh everybody like does shit everybody does shit like that absolutely they they do no right, okay uh, sorry uh, sorry anyway uh, not no your game no infinite small is fucking great now i'm gonna think that when i see the word <laughs> so so maybe oh, yeah. that is actually that's actually mimetic, which is where you hear an idea and then it self-replicates so but I, I think that I think that the the fact that, hey, you know, you have somebody that drops off Facebook and all their data is there, and then they decide to open it back up for some totally unrelated reason. Yeah, it, it could very easily be a totally unrelated reason. And uh, all of this stuff kind of intrudes into your space. and uh, you know I, I don't think I would want people coming back from uh, past friendships or past relationships I had uh, years or decades ago and uh, popping up and seeing that stuff and and seeing, you know, old pictures of myself and thinking about fights I had with yeah. my ex-girlfriends or whatever, that's, that's awful. In Facebook, really, either they didn't bring it into the discussion at all, which means that it's truly being run by sociopaths, Or it came up and they decided, or it came up and they decided, fuck it, we'll make more money. We'll make one cent more. Like, period, one cent. Not one cent on the dollar, because that would be huge. We'll make one cent more, period, if we make the untagging process as painful and laborious as possible. Yeah, that's,
1: I mean, it it is absolutely a case of, like, they never wanted to make it easy, so they haven't. But that's yeah. just like, the shit the people, the shit that they've done, and I don't think like, there was a great piece a while ago about how the internet of things has been used as a tool, tool of abuse. And... Yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Like, like it's fucked up like abusive husbands fucking with the thermostat and the alarm systems.
0: Oh, so, I, you know, Ed, I, I saw that, and uh, here is, here is something... Yeah, and, and this piece came out a while ago. But uh, prior to that piece coming out, I had seen a review. It was an Amazon review of a smart thermometer. I don't remember if it was a Nest or or it was something It'd else. it Why Things. I, I know that because I worked on the competing product. Oh, okay. Okay. I think it's the Why so, Things
1: smart thermometer.
0: Okay. Well, yeah, so it was a thermostat. And basically the story went was it was a guy and he got divorced from his wife and his wife kicked him out of the house um and as the story goes it's obvious that she kicked him out of the house because he's he's an asshole if nothing else yeah we can we can intuit from the story that this guy's just a giant asshole anyway he writes with glee this story that he is still able to control the thermostat and so He will, like, crank it up real hot to torture her. He'll turn it off all day while she's at work, and she comes back, and the house is all cold, and he's just writing this whole story. And then it's this very nasty thing, and at the end, and he gives it five stars, and he thanks the manufacturer for letting him do this. And there's, like, hundreds of thumbs up on this fucking review, and these other guys are like- The story ended with him getting hit by a car.
1: Just Yeah. Sadly, (laughs) the author was fucking- crushed by an anvil after this. yeah like he was yeah just fucking wily mold just
0: mauled to death by a lion that got out of the zoo just wily wily coyotied, ripped yeah, exactly. to him no the uh uh editor's note the author of this review peace, the the author of this review uh attempted to drive into a tunnel but found out it was actually a tunnel painted on the side of a cliff he will be missed <laughs> But, but so you read, I think, yeah, go on. And you read a whole piece about more than, more than thermostats though, right?
1: Yeah. It was like thermostats, smart locks are the worst ones because I mean, yeah. And it it was like locks, alarms, especially because the doors just fucking trigger everywhere so like the whole house is like alarmed and it's fucking horrible all these guys should be like arrested rounded up no no trial no need for that just put them in like a fucking barge in the mi- middle of the sea
0: well yeah yeah in there and just in I case mean, they get off blow up the barge there Spare. there are char- there are charges that would stick there's uh, harassment via yeah, the, telecommunications mean,
1: charges I put on the barge yeah
0: <laughs> But but uh, yeah. And so, of course, it's a situation where, you know, if especially if a woman is in a position of being subject to to being controlled or in a situation where there is domestic violence or the threat of domestic violence, then it's often like, well, you know, there are threats about what happens if she reports any of it and all this and all that. So it's not just as simple as, well, you know, if she doesn't like it, she should leave. Obviously, that's not something. That's just That's not something and if, that and happens. Just, I've be I've literally been in that
1: I know it's worse for woman, just want to be really fucking clear there. Yeah, if only it was that easy. For any situation like this. But especially that one. It's like, yeah, no. If only Oh yeah, just leave. Okay, yeah, sure. Oh, oh fuck, I didn't <laughs> think of that. <laughs> stupid bast. You if you've ever fucking said that to someone who's like abused, go fuck yourself, you fucking idiot. God yeah. damn uh i can laugh of it now because i'm like happily married and got out of it i was like lucky i had the privilege to leave but it's just when i think about all this shit it's just so grotesque that like there should be no facebook should be aware of this all of these social networks should be like they should be almost alarmist about it they should be like erring on the side of caution like hey I was in a bad. Or I would just I divorced this person. Okay, well you're divorced now, so we'll remove all the tanks. Just gonna do that for you. We're worth a hundred billion dollars. Yeah. Why not? Yeah, we'll take care of that the, for your liquidity split. We
0: make money off of like everything yeah. you click. So why not? That'd be a nice thing to do. And, and that doesn't require artificial intelligence. It doesn't require a build out of a separate tool. That's literally something. That that they would be able to do very easily, and of course, in my They're opinion, able to create like a fucking smart screen that like instantly
1: connects anywhere in the world. They can create a thing that's just like, oh, I will infer from this decision what this means, and it's like, oh, okay, moving on. Yeah, I will do that. I'm Facebook. They're able to tag people's faces. Using face recognition software, there's a setting in Facebook, I'm glad I have it off, that if it recognizes your face, it will tag you. Oh, I don't They're like They're able that. to do that. They literally bought a company called Face.com, which is, honestly, I think that name <laughs> is really funny. Yeah. Face.com, hey. Face.com, where can I find a face? Oh, there you go. But it's just wild to me. None of these... Well, Twitter, we already... We go on about Twitter enough, but it's like Twitter's already just, like, fucking incompetent with anything, even adjacent to, like, being mean. So it's like someone could be like, I'm gonna murder you and drink your blood, and they're like, well, you gotta hear both sides. Who's he murdering? Why is he murdering them? We can't just ban him for saying that. Oh, fine, if we must. While Jack Dorsey goes on a fucking, like... Like, vision quest... That costs $100,000 a day. Fuck.
0: uh, Anyway, Moving on. (laughs) I I saw, actually, uh, that a reporter very recently tried to contact Jack Dorsey. And he was, and he was literally on a vision quest. (laughs) Yeah. Because he's, like,
1: he is exactly the worst kind of piece of shit. Like, fucking, like, weirdo piece of shit. He's exactly that weirdo piece of shit that insists on going on these things that I I don't know if he fucking enjoys them. I don't know if he I don't know how anyone buys their own shit like that. You can't go on vision quests and like fuck off to nowhere land to the five star resort in like an yeah. uncharted island that somehow there yeah. is a it's uncharted but there is a four seasons. Shut up. I know, it doesn't make any sense. Uh, but it's you can go how can you go and do that when you run like two 10 billion dollar companies you just shouldn't be allowed to do that i don't know or like if you run them competently you should (laughs) yeah yeah if you're good at the company
0: then you get to leave well i I can't imagine ever going on a a vision quest like even in like even in the employment state I'm in now, which is like, I just, you know, I work all the time, but it's like in my home office. Actually, this is, uh, this is really funny. you like this, Ed. When I went in and I saw Dr. Nick, um, he was like, do you need anything? Do you need a work note or anything? And I said, no, I'm self-employed. And he goes, oh, well, great. You'll be fine. And I said, no, I'm <laughs> I'm screwed because now I have to catch up on a week's worth of work while I'm recovering oh, yeah. from like the back end of shitting my ass off.
1: So, uh,
0: Oh, yeah. Like when so... you're sick and you're like, <laughs> like
1: like us two business geniuses, it's like you're like fucking you, – you don't get time off. No. No, you don't. You just don't get – you don't really get time off. And it goes way beyond like, oh, yeah – I'm like oh I'm just a workaholic no it's just like because it's always it's your business if you let it die it's you
0: it's on you you fucking idiot and and that's that's why uh, that's why you know just having the ebbs and flows if any of you guys are self employed or any of you work even if you work for a, a very small business especially somebody that does stuff You know, online or something that has clients, just the ebb and flow, the natural ebb and flow, whether it's, you know, because of the calendar, whether it's, you know, sales going to shit after Christmas, or, you know, you get more clients or you get fewer clients during certain times of the year, you know that you were the only one in charge of it. And so even if it's something that naturally happens, you always feel like you're fucking up. It's just this constant, every day is the end
1: every day is yes end. like any time yes. anything like a series of events happen and you are nowhere near close to your company shutting down every day is the end like fucking like this morning i wake up and it's been choppy because it's fuck it there are choppy times there are not choppy times and it's like holy fucking shit everything is the end like you're not gonna like make it like it's just it's all going to hell like this morning i just woke up i was like ah, oh, it's fucked The yeah. business is going down the shit it, 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 it isn't like, factually, is not. Yeah, but like yeah. my nightmare brain is like, Duh, I'm gonna go and I'm gonna scare the shit out of you for you fucking bastard, you fucking piece of shit.
0: You know, you know what I, you know what I love to do, and I can't stop doing. Ed is, uh, yeah. You know, I I've run an, a variety of businesses that sell things online, and uh, yes. invariably. Uh, basically the time when you sell stuff online, you'll sell some stuff in the morning, you'll sell some stuff through the day. Most, it, if you have an online business, especially if you have a store where you sell novelty goods, people tend to buy them basically between about 7 p.m. and midnight. That's just when people right. shop for stuff that they're going to buy, and that's when they buy it. And that's that's like Eastern time. So what I like to do because I'm an idiot is I like to torture myself and I like to wake up in the morning and I like to check it at seven o'clock in the morning because basically from from midnight or one a.m. until seven, nobody buys anything because nobody's awake at four in the morning. Or if they are, they're not in the mood to shop because they're in this horrible mood like I'm up late, I'm not sleeping or whatever, whatever. And uh, so I'm like, there's been no sales Like, this is Christmas. This is between Thanksgiving and Christmas, and I've sold nothing in six hours. I am fucked. I am so ultimately fucked.
1: So my business, you get a lot of, like, net 15, net 30 invoices. So what I like to do is open my bank account on one screen and FreshBooks (laughs) on the other, which is where I do my invoicing, and I like to just stare at the numbers. Sometimes I'm like, what if they don't pay? Just fucking torture myself, and then I got a spreadsheet where I just changed the numbers. I'm like, what if all three of these leave?
0: <laughs> just yeah, fucking
1: just destroying myself mentally the entire time.
0: And mean, and meanwhile, just at the same time, up. and at the same time, your brain, which is the same fucking organ that's processing all of this information, and realizes this is not healthy or helpful. At the same time, your brain is like, oh no, I'm just helping you prepare. For things that might oh happen, God. I'm helping you. Yeah, exactly. Dude, <laughs> I'm getting
1: you ready for the thing that I know is going to happen, as I can see the future. Nope, I cannot tell you the future in a way that will help. However, what I can do is tell you a future that will happen, that will destroy you. Nope, no preparation. You just need to start worrying.
0: You need to in here. I'm going to help you along. I'm going to give you like the physical sensation that whatever yes. room you're sitting in is just getting uh, smaller and smaller as you sit in it. And it just becomes hard to breathe anywhere you are. I'm just going to I'm helping you out because I'm your brain and I'm in charge here. Also, I just want to add something. So
1: while, while we've been talking, I untagged those last photos, those ones, those pictures You know what Facebook is also now sending me? A series of, I shit you not, notifications telling me, and likely my ex-wife, that I have been untagged in these photos. (laughs) Great. Great. Thanks, Facebook. Thank you. Thank you for that, Facebook. You've probably just literally
0: no reason to do that. And and so you know what I you know what I think about a lot of the time Ed is I think yeah tell me. you know whatever whatever you do in the world just as a general guideline it there's the idea of like the sum of human misery and it's like yes. Facebook has no qualms at all about adding to the sum in the most misery you or I could add to the world. Let's let's be honest, you know, just like an unhinged 30 year old white man. Yeah, we can fuck some. We could fuck some shit up. Like this is like the demographic. I could make someone (laughs) deeply unhappy. This is the demographic of the worst people in the world. The worst people in the world are adult white men. That just is what it is. That's, That's pretty much. That's just the demographics of it. But Facebook, by doing something that is creating a small amount of misery for, let's say, how many people are on Facebook? One billion. Creating a small amount of misery. Yeah. I will stop you there because
1: the term you're using, small. So I'm lucky. I've moved on as much as one can. And I'm lucky that, like, my life has remained pretty great. And I'm lucky that I've met someone I love and all this. There are so many people who have not. And for... Oh, yeah. For them, this would be, like, shit, three years ago, this would have fucking ruined me. Like, this would have destroyed multiple days of my life. This would have been, like, revisiting a deeply traumatic part of my life in a way that i couldn't deal with there are people many people who don't have access to mental health care who don't have access to friends and family a basic support system who this would be fucking awful like this would be like unbelievably bad and that's the thing sorry you were making a point so small to medium to horrible level of
0: that no I uh, sorry let's let's say you add a, a not insignificant amount of misery times a billion to the world you're literally ruining the fucking world it's just oh, it, yeah. it's like you know if if i make somebody angry if i you know if if, if my family is disappointed in me if you know i i say something and it upsets many people online that's adding misery to the world nobody is getting yeah. anything out of that everybody is dragged down there's no happiness in 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 doing any of it and the thing is is that when they have so many people under their grasp and and they refuse to conduct any studies as to how they could make people happier. In fact, they found that making people scared and more agitated increases their immersement in the site and increases the amount of time each user spends on the site every day. Uh... You know they they did studies. I mean everybody knows this. They did studies on how to manipulate people's moods. They're very adept at doing it by selectively showing them good or bad stories. And of course they found that wow, when you make people scared uh, uh, and you make them like cling together in these little in these little groups to avoid or to to try to confront what's happening, uh, you know you increase everybody's user engagement. And so Facebook is basically selling. Everybody's happiness to enrich, you know the the Facebook board. And so, um, if you participate in Facebook, of course, you have to do the calculus. Like, you know what what are you getting out of it? What are you doing on it? Are you, uh, especially if you're talking to strangers on Facebook, you have to know that it's deliberately set up in such a way as to make you unhappy to make you cope by spending more time on Facebook, which is, of What's, course, like getting di- it's like getting diarrhea from your anti-diarrhea medicine.
1: What's amazing is, oh my God, was that the whole point of, was that something you were like wheeling around for like 20 minutes? I'm so sorry if I got in the way of that. <laughs> that was pretty good. That's pretty good. By the way, I just found December, 20, December 14th, 2014, so like not long after all this happened, I found a reference to you. Uh I found a super poop comic that I said, if I ever had to summarize my life in an image, it's this and it's the super poop where the woman has a banana to her ear, and then there's a picture of two dogs, like mean-looking pit bull type dogs, and then she's crying. In a truck. Yeah. In the truck, yeah, yeah. The dogs are in the <laughs> truck, and she's I, I have projected so many weird narratives onto that. But I love that <laughs> I just found this wonderful banana dogs comic
0: I, anyway i you <laughs> i i found those three photos and i just i assembled them and i just thought uh i i just thought that's perfect i just really liked oh, it oh no the narrative is amazing and uh i no i mean i i can't take credit i don't know you know and i dug around at the time tried to find who took the photos where they were from Absolutely no idea. Just a lady talking this, on a banana woman. like it's a phone and she's upset. And then the last one, she's like very upset. She's crying.
1: Well, no, but I always took the narrative as like she was like trying to call for help and the dogs wheel up. Uh huh. And like one of them's more of a sniveling type of dog and the other one's like a oh, hoo hoo. hoo, hoo type dog that like is just following (laughs) orders just there's a lot to i put a lot into that comic (laughs) considering how probably just took three images but that looks funny i'm like anyway talk about that a lot well no so so
0: so it's when you when you make stuff like that especially if it doesn't have any words which is very hard for me because i'm because i'm a writer and so to take stuff and and put it together with without words or with very few words you let people superimpose their own ideas onto it and often that's better than you know writing out a a whole backstory it was like it was november when i got the banana you know just just overly writing something never holds a candle to letting people fill in the details themselves well
1: actually you've done a few of those where you've added very little like there was a running joke on that site. i know this site way too well considering i did not write it and you did but there was one where you found like this kind of rotund gentleman covered in grit like uh like um glitter and everyone you just be like beans and like the guy was named beans and that was the only narrative addition to those photos and I loved beans beans came up a few times anyway I remember a normal amount of stuff um (laughs) But okay, so I'm gonna move us along to the important thing that everyone was making fun of me of. So this fucking electric lock thing. Yes,
0: the, uh, the lock. This smart oh, yeah. the smart lock. It is a smart lock,
1: yeah. Ed. Was a smart lock. So it was on my door, and my wife got it for me, and she was like, Oh guys, you go open it with your phone, you can lock it, because sometimes I'm on phone calls, whatever, and it's really annoying when you get interrupted you're on a phone call someone bursts in and starts just talking which now happens because i have no lock on my door at all and <laughs> so i got this smart lock that took thumbprint so just to be clear the thumbprint stopped working within a day i programmed yeah. it with every fucking fingerprint and thumb print i have and none of them worked so i was like okay well don't worry i have it on my phone Then it became very apparent that the thing just locked every time it was closed. Great if you're in the room, not so great if you're not. Then it became apparent that the lock tied itself to one device. So I thought, okay, after this happened once, and we kind of got it open, I was like, okay, I'll just make sure the code system has like a master code I can use. That code stopped working, just did not work. So... I left my phone in the office, and I, like, walked out to take a piss. I was like, oh, fuck. Oh, no. And just, like, stood there with the door. And this isn't, like, a normal lock where you can, like, hit the pin or whatever, and it will unlock. So, in the end, it became a thing of my wife and I just hitting it with a hammer until it fell <laughs> off. I don't mean, like, I mean, we we broke it. We pulled the deadbolt out. We fucking just wrecked it and the part of the door. Just fucking beat it with a fucking just big ass hammer until it was no more. And yeah, that was fucking great. It's just brilliant. <laughs> like, in theory, such a good idea. But yeah, yeah. What's annoying is I did not buy this lock because we have a smart lock on our front door and it's actually been great. It has been. Uses like a Zibi, really? I think they call the tech. Yeah, and it connects to like a Wi-Fi thing. It's really good and it works. But more importantly, it has a not smart lock compet- uh, sorry, component. So it has a lock that you open with a key, they call it. So if it breaks, Well, <laughs> right, right. there's a fucking problem with it, or whatever... You can then go ahead and just open it up with the fucking key, and it's fine. You're in the door, and whatever. Actually, I have one of my own. My oh yeah, my old home, and in this new home we live in now. And I think once it had an issue over like four years combined, where I had to use the key, and it was a battery thing. You just replace the battery; it was fine. That was great. This was just the fucking. This was like a nightmare zone. For me, this was just... And, like, my phone was in there and my laptop, so I had to go downstairs. No, I... Sorry, my laptop is a Windows machine, so I had to go downstairs, couldn't log into my email, because my email was behind a two-factor thing,
0: which was also Uh, (laughs) not
1: attached to that laptop yet. So I had to use a password anyway, which I didn't have, because one password... If you use it on Mac, it does not sync properly. If you try and then sync on something else that doesn't have iCloud, I just like, I seriously was so tempted to just be like, nah, my day's fucking over. I'm done. (laughs) And also, before my wife was like, just go and use a hammer, I was seriously like, I have a shotgun. I actually do have one. (laughs) He's competition shooting and clay shooting and such. It's a lot of fun. I was like, I was thinking okay where am my where are my uh, shells where i lock those up like i have a i have like uh like proper safe for ammunition as you should i was like yep gonna go and shoot that shit off i was just planning to fucking gun the door down because I had no other <laughs> choice but then i would, i think had i even had i actually made the move to do that would have been like i'm not gonna shoot my door with a shotgun it's not gonna
0: you you would have you would have felt the weight In in your hand, and been like, you know what? I I think I'm going a little going a little overboard right here. Well, you you had told me
1: comparison. I might have been like, this is fucking cool. I'm gonna. Oh yeah, when I'm gonna blow this up? I'm gonna shoot my fucking. Well,
0: when that's the thing. When else are you gonna be like, okay, listen, before you get mad, I had a good reason to shoot the door. Shot the door (laughs) with the shotgun.
1: I blew up the door.
0: Look, there's look, there's there's basically nothing else like explosive in this house that I could aim so well, and I'm great at shooting with a shotgun, and I could control the blast. And, I mean, it makes a lot of sense. It makes a like, lot of sense. Not to boast or anything. I'm
1: pretty damn good with the shotgun. Like, but would I you, use it for sport. I, w- I would have
0: nailed that how, shit. The, how, how far away from the door would you have, like gone across would you have done a tactical like across feet. Feet.
1: i if i couldn't get like a good aiming stance with it like if if i would have like been too close to like keep i don't know how to describe it like keep the lock in focus as i aimed that would i'd have yeah. to probably open the door on the opposite room get a bit in there okay but, like, yeah. close enough yeah. to like lay the slug in there because
0: you wouldn't want to use buckshot you want to hit it with a slug right get some uh, like so you were were you gonna were you gonna like ping the doorknob or were you gonna hit the wood I was like, just going to blow up the smart
1: I, this is all I should be clear and ver- as is probably very obvious this is all like shit the like I didn't actually think but now I'm thinking about it <laughs> it's like yeah I would have probably like fucking ripped the I would have probably ripped a slug through it but also, like, <laughs> I, like, I wouldn't have actually... I think had I picked up the gun, yeah. I would have probably just, like, immediately been, like, full of disgust. You would have been like, no, uh, take a step back, What's, like... I no, I would have immediately, had I even, yeah. like, opened up the gun safe, been like, I'm a fucking despicable human. Like, I just immediately <laughs> yeah. would have been like... Like, having guns in my house is not something I'm, like proud of it's not something like if they did a whip around tomorrow and they were like hey hand in your guns i'd be there i'd be like probably like the second or third i might have some calls that morning but i'd go in and be there day one (laughs) sure on by i just fucking i'd be like hey you want these you want these can i get some money I get a tax credit for these guns oh yeah but even if they were just like these are illegal now i'd be pissed off i spent money on them yeah. Yeah.
0: No, I never uh, uh I I mean I live in, in a part of the country that a lot of people probably associate with a lot of rural areas and and I've never uh I've never owned a gun. It's just never been uh it's never been necessary. And I've also he's, of he's course,
1: a thing though. No, actually I'm just going to I want want there's another Facebook thing cuz I'm now in my feed like a while ago this PR person um ripped on me. Like, well, no, I ripped on PR people. They got very pissed off with me. And then they were like, they're celebrating Hanukkah. And they said, "Shag." I don't know how to pronounce the Hebrew. It's like happy Hanukkah or something. You're not nearly as bad as yeah, Ed Zitron yeah. says you are. Just tags me into this person's Hanukkah thing. So I just said, get the fuck off my feet. Hope they don't take that poorly.
0: Happy Hanukkah. <laughs> <It's> fucking... <laughs> fucking people i you 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 know what i one thing that i really truly dislike online is when uh people that i people that i don't know or that i do not have contact with uh are like playfully rude to me i'm I'm like like, this person is like
1: this person this person's boss was like intimated i have a small penis my i'm not gonna get into my hog size again but It is very small. (laughs) Like, they were completely correct. But it's just like, what's wrong with you fucking freaks?
0: Do you, is, so is it like, uh, is this common? Because I know you've said, you've said in PR that there are like a lot of really, really, the people that are in PR, it seems that you've described them as often having no idea as to what is and isn't appropriate yes so so and do you so think this is I like I wrote this thing is it where I was like
1: PR yeah I, I, in this case it was I was like PR people suck balls and here's why and they're fucking awful and like this person I like responded really angrily like protecting PR people like a crazy person like this whole like 900 word blog about how mad they were and so, I guess, this was like over a year ago, I should be clear. So like, on their happiest day, on like Hanukkah, they're like, damn, I'm glad that, yeah, they're not as bad as Ed Zitron said you are. Like, oh don't fucking, I haven't thought, I haven't thought of these people in that whole time. Like, I sent that post, they responded, I was like, oh, okay. And then I just went on with my fucking life, and now these people are like, <laughs> mad again?
0: Well, right, right now, Ed, I'm, I'm imagining, uh, my wife's birthday was last month. Uh, and, uh, I, you know, I've, uh, I've been married to her a long time. Uh, you know, we were dating before that and everything. Uh, and, uh, she also works at home. And so, you know, I see her all the time and I, I was just thinking, uh, how I should have, when it was her birthday, I should have brought her, you know, into the dining room uh and with my hands over her eyes a darkened room and i open them and before her is a cake with candles all over it and just painted in the middle of the cake it says ed zitron sucks (laughs) oh oh that's like that would have just that would have been so perfect that because that's appropriate right
1: yeah, I just, I also think that they're going to be very offended. I also blocked them immediately. It's like, I will never know what they say. But it's just like, I like that's, this like That's enjoy, good. Enjoy, enjoy. I'm just like, get the fuck off my feet. <laughs> just like, ah, oh God, I love this deranged internet. Just this fucking nightmare of just... And that was the things that I called people out for, for, like, don't call people on the telephone who don't want to be called or don't spam people. Like, those were the yeah. things.
0: Jesus fucking. Well, uh, uh, you know, uh, I, I don't know when we're going to post this, but it was earlier today I saw Yahoo. Uh, one of the worst companies ever just uh, was worth an insane amount of money at some point, you know, now basically worthless. Uh, so a few years ago, they bought Tumblr, which even at the time they bought oh, yeah. it for one billion, when they bought it for a billion dollars, it was already like half bots in automated traffic. So Tumblr was never uh, Tumblr was never anything. That amounted to anything. Um, And there were a lot of folks who used it for art and used it to communicate with people. And in terms of, uh, you know, individuals using it to build communities and build friendships, absolutely. It was great in terms of that. As far as people connecting with other people, sure. It was wonderful. Um, The site itself, not worth much money because, unfortunately... um, People actually, you know, forming friendships and forming relationships on a site and sharing their art and sharing memes with each other and laughing and making jokes and stuff. That is not something that can be measured in money. And so, of course, that didn't play into the valuation. Uh, They had this weirdly inflated statistic based on all this automated traffic. And one of the things that Tumblr did very well was that they basically allowed anything on the site uh did not really have content restrictions and you know if if some of your stuff hit a filter they would just make it so you had to be logged in you had to say you were you had to say you were 18 to view it um and that was like a one-time click uh and then basically you would go and you could look at any kind of uh erotica or adult material or pornography or whatever uh that was on the site um and so Yahoo, I'm sure Yahoo was never like really pumped about owning a site that was just what amounted to a large amount of pirated pornography, uh, you know, made into gifs and made into little clips and stuff like that. And uh, so today they finally issued the edict that uh, you can't have any adult content on Yahoo anymore or, or on Tumblr anymore. Pardon me on Tumblr. And so, uh, since that was really the, that was really the, one of the main uses people had for Tumblr is that, uh, you know, the, the terms of service for almost anywhere else make it very hard for you to post any kind of erotic material or, uh, 18 plus material. And, uh, there's been problems with Tumblr because, you know, they have these automated systems that flag stuff like, uh, for example, today, I saw somebody drew pictures of Garfield. They were not erotic pictures of Garfield. They were Wait. very normal pictures of Garfield. They looked not like the pictures you. of Garfield. Uh, yeah, to me. <laughs> yeah, there's no, I mean, they didn't say what Garfield was thinking. So it may have been. Yeah, you know, I mean, if you do that, whoa, whoa, <laughs> so uh uh so ultimately uh tumblr now basically cannot identify adult content but it says if you have adult content then you can no longer post it on tumblr basically uh kicking out its main user base who used it in in a realistic fashion of you know really intently using and sharing the boob and all this posting a boob um Yeah, there is uh, a ton of adult content on Tumblr, and I actually I was flipping around it today. I'd never really gone on there, but now I am like, you know, you guys are getting rid of it now. Let's see what's going on here. It's basically just gifts, basically just gifts of porno. Oh, and uh, I, I mean, is there a lot lost there? Yes, no, I don't know. I mean, people. People like porno and a lot of it it seemed like artsy to me. So I think that uh, I think that they're kind of screwing the pooch there. But uh, I don't know. I don't know. It just seems like uh, anything that people do where they might actually get enjoyment. And uh, don't get me wrong. There are, there are bad aspects to the pornography industry. And, you know, professional stars are treated real badly and. And women are exploited and, uh, you know, all this and all that. But, uh, that that seems like something where people just for the most part are just looking at things to, uh, to have just a very, uh, personal carnal experience.
1: I just don't know why. they What's that? Like banning the boob from Tumblr. I always thought Tumblr like reveled in its lawlessness.
0: You know, that's uh, that's really the vibe that it had. And so I, I was looking into it today, and I believe what happened was Apple, our fucking nemesis, Ed, who decided that uh, Fuck the Future must now be called FTF Podcast. Guys, yes. if you're wondering why it's called this and not Fuck the Future, it's because iTunes a subsidiary of Apple told us we cannot have the word fuck, or we cannot start out the word fuck in the name of the podcast. And we can't even have it in the graphic. Mm -hmm. Uh, But so Tumblr had an app on the app store and then the app store said, Hey, you are serving porno with this. You're not really filtering it and you're not doing all this stuff we want. So instead of Tumblr just saying, well, you know, instead of Tumblr coming up with some other way to do it, they basically are removing any content that is adult content on their site. Right. And I'm sure there's more I'm sure there's more going on than they're letting on, and I'm sure that there's more going on than I read into it just, you know, my very cursory exploration into porno on Tumblr before I got bored and went back to Twitter or whatever.
1: Yeah. And I mean, I don't know, I There are so many social networks that just have no place anymore. And there's like the ebbs and flows of which ones are popular and which ones lose their popularity and who fucking knows. And like, I don't know, like Tumblr always felt like one of those places for like teens to go on and do stuff. And they'd be like, ah, Boggle Tiggle. And that that would be like a terrible burn from one of them. And I'll never know why. And they will try and explain it. It's like a yeet. We talked about yeet. We haven't talked about it on the pod. <laughs> Considering yeet was one of the founding ideas of just what what does this mean uh, yeah, for this yeah. podcast? Like it's incredible. It's been this long, but like, yeet is apparently a thing.
0: What what is yeet? That's a that's a well, team thing they say online. So okay, so I looked it up. Uh, my wife and I actually looked this up together. First, we asked our daughter. Our daughter just turned ten. And, uh, she, she drew a blank. She didn't know what yeet was. And by the way, uh, I, I have asked her at various times to explain to me what is a meme just to hear it in her own words. And her explanation of a meme is that it is an animal like a cat or dog and they talk in meme talk. And I said, what is meme talk? And she says, uh, I has a cheeseburger. So it's Wait, the she, the your amount of said meme that, yeah, yeah. So like that's that's the level of meme that has filtered down to like third fourth grade.
1: Well, I always wonder if like,
0: like, things like things that were deeply unfunny,
1: like that were probably funny to like normies, would eventually like circle back. You know, like well, you, whether I, they come think, back, but
0: for the teens, I don't know. Well, I, I, I don't know if that cheeseburger type stuff is ever going to come back for teens, but I know that to kids, that was like very, that was like very funny. And kids are always in some stage or other of brain development where they think that stuff that's really dumb is funny sometimes. Right. And, uh, I, I know I remember being a kid and just absolutely losing my shit at Garfield, I thought Garfield oh, yeah. was, was amazing, and I was like five, six years old. Uh, I remember bringing a Garfield book to school, and I remember getting yelled at by a teacher because I was just cracking up. I was losing my shit in class reading Garfield. And of course Garfield now is like even if you go back and look at those those old books, Garfield saves the day, Garfield takes the cake, whatever from the eighties, they're not particularly funny. But that's just Yeah, but you're
1: six. It's something you're that like
0: appe- fucking six years old. Like Yeah. Yeah. And it's something that when that I was like eleven your- I
1: thought South Park was funny. And it was like deeply like clever to Yeah. Yeah. It was like clever to like do a South Park. Character, but it looked like you. Like that was another very. Small oh yeah, thing. oh yeah. When I did, like I did that, like as uh, like other people had done it, and I did. I was like, damn, that's cool. Now I'm like, you can use an AI to pretend to be me for three weeks, and I think that was dull. Like
0: that's <laughs> nothing. Oh, Ed, have you anymore? heard? Have you heard of deep fake? Yeah, this deep
1: fake deep thing. Where it's like you could put the lady from Wonder Woman on the face of a porn star. Or you can have Barack Obama being like, Oh, I actually love ISIS. I am in ISIS now. Or something like that. That's my Barack Obama impression, <laughs> by the way. That's really good. <laughs> that's, that's, just, that's, just how he, that's just how he sounds. <laughs> what? Not super far from it, Fuzzy it, Bear. Like, just, like, one pitch down from <laughs> Fuzzy Bear. <coughs> <laughs> I just tried to do an impression again. And what came out was George Lucas. It's like, hey, guys, it's me, Barack Obama. Why, why don't you like Star Wars? <laughs>
0: just, oh, <laughs> no. oh. I no, I I don't know how you would do an Obama voice. I think I'm I terrible can't do voices. Doing that. It's like like irony. I can't do irony. <laughs> I
1: don't no, know I, fucking not to do anything.
0: Oh God, I don't know I, about I think I uh, uh I I try to keep up. So uh, this is new. So this is not new, but it's new to me. Um. It, I think Generation Z is like so. There's like m- millennials and Generation yeah. Y and Generation Z, and Generation Z is like who the teens are now. I've heard them referring to themselves as Zoomers, like Boomers with a Z yeah. for Generation Z. I love it. Yeah. I think that's great. I I like wish the Zoomers I are it. out here, but a guy I actually and I, really
1: like generally. Uh he I'm gonna say the name of the thing, so like it will be very traceable. Does this thing called like Boomer versus Zuma? I don't think it's like him or anything he does that I don't like. It's just like those terms together like really upset me. Like it sounds like a PR person thing. So it's probably a very good never listen to the podcast. Never listen to Oh, it, it sounds super like
0: super fun. Like probably really it sounds, good. It's, Yeah. It sounds like anyway. dads and grads. Oh, yeah. No, that's got that that rhyming
1: thing. Dads and grads. Dads versus grads. Who will win?
0: Yeah. Man. (laughs) (laughs) Folks, he's threatened. He's threatened for almost a dozen episodes to bring out the Rob Zombie soundboard and has never done it. He threatens it. Right before no. we start recording, sometimes he'll pull it out.
1: Oh,
0: and well. today. <laughs> <laughs> That's the, no, and now
1: it won't be on for like another 12 episodes. Like, we're at episode 11 now. And you're not going to see this shit before like episode 24. I'm just going to upload all these sound effects that you don't know about. So you'll be like speaking and it'll be like.
0: You never, uh,
1: and then just random rub zombie sounds. That's that's oh, perfect. God. That is nah, but, perfect. Yeah, I so love they're it. called Zoomers, which outside of that thing is quite that's quite fun. I quite like that, but also, I just right now the whole millennial well, then, thing is so
0: fucking awful. Ah, oh, I just thought about it for a second. Oh, oh, I got a bunch of Ed. I got a bunch of awful, awful replies. Um. And, oh, and of yeah. course to me Tell everyone about this. to me t- so to me the subtext is you know when I say something and I'm like boomers whatever um, the subtext to me and of course not everybody is gonna get it but you know you can only write so long in in one little burst. And you can only if you're concatenating what you're saying into one little peppy idea, you can't say you can't like put a disclaimer on there and say, you know, some boomers are good. Like there's a lot of folks from this generation that don't have this like baked in greed and entitlement and all this. Not everybody ruined the economy. And a lot of people care about people and maybe people who invested wisely still care about the earth and still care about people. I think you might have missed. No, I haven't yet. So the tweet is, so I saw the hashtag Beatlesongs songs for millennials. And everybody was saying like Lucy in the sky with avocado toast. And they yeah. were saying uh uh ticket to uh live with my parents or just like the most. I think mine was like basic.
1: piggies, but the piggies can't get a mortgage. <laughs> That was that. Now, was,
0: now that see, I always whenever I see these, funny, it's like twenty
1: four. It's twenty four hours after it happened, and I just like yeah, I'm just like yeah. so exhausted reading like two of them. But anyway, get back yeah. to yours. Get back to yours.
0: No, so so mine was, I put, and I, I capitalized each word, because that's how you talk to boomers. I just said, uh, with my dying boomer breath, having, having gutted the wealth of our nation, and spent it on toys for myself, I will create a hashtag to mock those who are left to pick up the pieces, hashtag Beatles songs for millennials. And uh, I, I got her, her the most... in enraged replies um so of of course for context uh number one millennials don't exist as a a generational cohort they were basically invented by marketers and kind of branded with this generalized idea to sort of sell services to businesses um so that's the first of all Uh, that's that's the first thing of all and um of course, they're, they're, it's used more often than not in the derogatory sense where they say, oh, you know, millennials, because they can't say, oh, you know, the kids these days, because people have this little fake idea that they try to present themselves as liking kids, which, of course, they don't. Um, but I I think the very first reply I got was gutted the wealth of a nation sounds like someone was asked to pay rent. <laughs> And uh, yeah, the, the replies are very
1: good, so let me let me let me just say a few for you. <clears throat> wow, that's pretty good. All that time spent not voting must come in handy. Someone responded <laughs> Someone <laughs> yeah. responded sincerely blah, blah blah blah. Once your parents stop paying your phone bill, I'll listen to one of your arguments. Uh-huh let's see uh-huh. From whom did you forcibly take wealth? Were well, your toys, these are in my paws like that, it's quotation marks, produced by slaves or by voluntary employees for wages and opportunity? Take a glance at the stuff called, in quotation marks, economics sometime. Now, I just really want to say something. When I'm doing my work and my client pays the bill, I love getting a big old steaming pile of opportunity from that. I open the box. It's like Zelda. You open the chest. And there, there you go. There's your opportunity. Okay. Imagine having it all and it's still not enough for you because someone else might theoretically have anything at all ever at an indeterminate point in the future, which is straight up like how boomers criticize millennials. I should, like that's... Yes. They're criticizing yes. you for criticizing boomers there, but that's like the actual argument. Uh,
0: it, it's, exactly, it's exactly like uh, when... Somebody says something racist and it's pointed out to them and they say, well, maybe you're the real racist for pointing it out. Like they don't understand any of the ideas of racism. They just think it's an insult, like saying you're bad. So they it's call like you a racist a, It's like having turn.
1: the uh, Twitch instinct of what, on, what about black on black violence? And the best response I've ever heard to that is what about It's irrelevant to what we're talking about? And the person just fucking froze up. Straight up, they had no response. They were like, God damn it, it's never got this far. I've never had to actually defend my very thin, very, very thin ideas. Okay, some more responses though. Everyone will end up dying, but at least we old farts had some fun for a good time, possibly because we did real stuff, not just taking selfies. I love that as well, because back before I pruned my Facebook and it wasn't just people's relatives. All the old, fuck, the older you were, the more fucking stupid, shitty selfie. I'm at fucking Costco. I'm at <laughs> CVS Pharmacy getting my animal <laughs> wart medication. Like, it's fucking like, just like, oh, I'm, I'm at fucking Disneyland. It's like a blurry photo with their thumb over half of it. Fucking boomers take more fucking photos than anyone. Like, God, oh, and honestly, I respect that instinct because it's like back in their day. I was on the very, I think I was on like maybe the edge of it, maybe within five years. It's like back then you didn't have, you had like printed photos and that cost real money. Like now it's like magic. You can take as many as you want. They're not fucking grateful for it though. Like just, oh, and Drew, buddy, you seem
0: triggered. Yes, yes. Yep, that's, that's, uh, that one is just that's a good one. I like that. Gutted the wealth of
1: a nation, get off the couch and go do something. Everything can't be free. FFS.
0: <laughs> or as I pronounce it when I read it. <laughs> I I like the... Uh, uh, I like... I think my favorite thing is that, you know, I just... I, I wrote something that just kind of said, hey, you know, I think that's- there was... It's uh, so tame. Gen- I think there was generational there's generational entitlement. And now, you know, things are things are coming home to roost and everybody wants to point a finger at somebody else. And like, it's natural, but it's also definitely your fault. And I am going to like make fun of boomers because online boomers are so And again, I'm generalizing, not all boomers. Right. But a lot of folks from this generation are really incredibly nasty and try to say it's people's fault who were like 26, right? How old are boomers? I've never actually
1: asked or had this conversation, but how actually old are they? Like 52, I guess, is the youngest boomer? Uh, Boomers are I Googled it defined and it said as, far, as far as, far as, as, as June, June 2014, the youngest baby boomers turned 50. So, wow, I'm so fucking bad at math. That would make it 54. God damn. I love having a brain that's just completely devoid of any ability to do anything. Anyway, yeah, they're fifty-four. Younger so the, the, the god
0: damn it. The the youngest boomer is fifty-four. Yeah. So basically, post World War II, right? Yeah. That that was the idea,
1: and it's really weird as well because uh, I usually make fun of all like the oh, I triggered much guys, the guys who say that because it's like just genuinely. An embarrassing thing to do but like uh-huh. it's fucking like funny how it's just the there are a degree of people i don't mean by like the provocateurs who are like oh yeah i'm gonna trigger you but just by like grumpy granddad 65 who's posted god you posted a selfie like they do get triggered by th- those guys never like the the people who actually think they're trying to trigger people And I can understand why, but on some level, it's just, they don't understand, like, the boomers don't understand exactly how well they had it, but also, it's becoming, in this age of information, you're starting to see just exactly how entitled every generation is, and I get the feeling in about 20 fucking years millennials are going to be just as entitled. i don't i don't know maybe they'll be slightly more but i just feel like you get older and you get like just fucking into your own shit enough you just don't care i don't know maybe i'm just like more depressed about all this stuff but my experience i have i think yeah uncharitable millennials i know
0: well, and, and, you know, I think it's definitely something where, you know, this generation grew up where, you know, the economy was exploding and they really went and they all got jobs and they did their thing and they could support their family on one income. So they yeah, had like buy a know, house. they Right. You bought a house on one income and your wife stayed home and your neighborhood was relatively safe. And, you know, your kids all hung out and ate lead paint. And that's never yeah. mentioned. All these fucking boomers who were born in the 40s, 50s, 60s, you guys had heavy lead exposure. You're literally dumber than the generations that came after you. You had worse vitamin supplements. You know, the food wasn't for some reason. You for some lied. reason X, don't y, have Z. That's why- possible self-reflection.
1: Yeah. And whether that's like, hey, the future generation probably knows better.
0: And and yeah, and there's the fact that, uh, you know, I think a lot of that is natural just from getting older and that I always had people say to me, you know, if you're not if you're not a, a liberal when you're young then you're not paying attention. And if you're not a conservative by the time you're 40, then you're fucking stupid or, or something along those lines, it, which is funny because the older I've gotten, like the more my empathy is developed and the more I've thought, yeah. well, you know, uh, maybe we need like more anarchy. Like may, like, I mean, not, you know, no, I Somalia I mean. warlords. Maybe we, maybe we need like more, um, people taking care of people like for real and people like forcing the government to do shit with our money. That is not just blow up Iraq and Afghanistan. Well, Maybe I think we what the, actually... the boomers
1: were used to was having an economy that did actually support you in it was built to give you credit services instead of actual social services. So you could buy a house and thus you could just have a home. Yeah. And leave the rental system, and everything past that was quite. That was kind of just taken care of. It didn't cost fifteen hundred dollars to go and get your ass checked for crap ass, and it didn't fuck it. Like (laughs) you didn't need to know your benefits like a second language. And oh yeah, if you if you went to the the doctor.
0: yeah, and you know, medical care has also gotten better. I'm not saying medical care hasn't gotten better, but you know, if you broke your arm in the '60s, uh, it it was not the modern day equivalent of ten or fifteen thousand dollars. Which you know, if I didn't have insurance, I broke my arm, went to the hospital, got it set, got drugs, got you know a triage room and everything else. Um, you know, and and this is. You know the standards of care have risen, and all this and all that. But none of these folks were bankrupted by medical care because nothing cost that much. Yeah, and you got
1: paid a lot of money, and you didn't have to. I don't know. I don't really understand retirement so good, but I get the feeling that just did social services just kind of give you a retirement back then. Did you just um, like, could you just live so, off of, live off of like the government, or did everyone get a pension just through every job? I've never quite understood this because it's like I think the core problem, and you're really seeing it in just these vacuous, horrible online arguments, is this thing where like boomers just think things stayed the same, and millennials just kind of are lazy, like they're like, well, just going, uh-huh. go and get a fucking Go and get a fifty thousand dollar job and then buy a two million dollar house that 's how it works that 's what I did in my job at the toilet cleaning factory. They just ship us the toilets and we <laughs> clean them and send them on back That's how it worked back then like i I have my pension I get fifty five million dollars a month okay i 'm using hyperbole a bit, but like they just seem like things just seem to fucking work out and i don 't really know how. Cause none of these fucking people had to put like six thousand dollars a month away to potentially have a retirement where they make more than
0: thirty grand. It's fucking wild. So so the trick is, is that uh the life expectancy has been going up. And so a lot of people died a lot younger going back, you know, the 70s, 80s even. And Social security was established in, I think, the 20s in the United States. And basically this says, hey, you know, you work, um, you work, I think you have to work a minimum of 10 years full time or the equivalent number of hours as 10 years full time. And you have to pay into the system that whole time. And uh, for me, it's 15% of my pay um, straight off the top, 15%. Every year of of my income gets fed into Social Security slash Medicare. Uh, If you work for an employer, the employer splits that with you. So you end up paying uh, whatever half of 15.3 is 7.65 or whatever. And uh, so you pay into it. And then when you reach a certain age, I believe it's 65 or 66 and a half. They keep fucking with it. The Republicans te- keep trying to defund it and push the age up. But essentially, after a certain age, you take money out of it. And then Medicare pays for all of your medical care. Right. Um, and this is age 65 plus. So you have to make it to that age. Um Additionally, if you get disabled on the job or you have a disability or whatever, um, there's something that's colloquially referred to as disability payments. I'm not entirely sure how that works. Um, Basically, somebody assesses you and says, in their normal
1: life. No in and, your normal life honestly, this doesn't all... appear to but they just seem to like between the age of like twenty and sixty be fine. You just went to the job factory, pick up the job.
0: Well and you it, take the job it, home. It it was for a large for a large portion of the populace. I mean it wasn't perfect for everybody, but the issue is that wages were relatively higher and you could go and get unskilled work. And there was always unskilled work somewhere because, you know, you could go work in a factory. You could go work hauling stuff around the warehouse. uh, You, you could work, you know, doing construction or whatever, which is technically skilled labor, but you can get trained on the job and you could do this stuff and you could work at it for 30 years. Yeah. Yeah, and and you could work at it for 30 years, 40 years, whatever. And at the end of it, if you didn't have a pension from your job, which some people do, some people did, you would get Social Security. And so it wasn't a ton of money. And back then, relative to how much things cost, you could get by. You would be an old person. You'd have your house you already paid for. You'd have your house. I know that my folks um, in the 60s, bought a house. I think they spent uh twenty-five thousand dollars on it and they bought a house and it's it was like a three bedroom house. It was in Ohio. Yeah. Uh it wasn't close to a city or anything, but it was like a decent house and uh, it was pretty cute. And you know, they redid it pretty cheaply and lived there. And then they sold it and they sold it for like seventy thousand dollars when they moved out. And so that was the idea is that, that was gonna keep going forever and so uh, the boomers exited this kind of economic system with all of this still happening under the idea that all of this still goes on that all that a stupid millennial would have to do is go work in a factory for 2 years save money <laughs> which if you work for 10 dollars an hour in a factory you can't save money but but they would imagine that you would save money and then you would take the money you saved and Use it as the down payment on a house, which um, costs probably twenty percent. You didn't back then,
1: from what I understand. Yeah, yeah.
0: Or, I mean, I don't think my parents had to had to pay a down payment. No, because they had jobs and they were like, whatever, who cares? Uh, And uh, and I may be totally wrong if my mom is listening to this. Please feel free to correct me. Uh, But I know some people, I know people now at least have to pay a 5% down payment, get a second mortgage and all this. Um, But things are considerably more expensive. And I think a house of the caliber that they bought would probably be around $120,000 now. Right. Which, you know, if you're in New York or California, still doesn't seem like a lot of money. But when, you know, getting a job as a teacher, my mom, my mom was a teacher for many years, you could get a job as a teacher around here. You can be paid as little as $18,000 a year if you're going into a charter school here in Columbus, Ohio, or you can enter the school system and you can make your first year, you could make $35,000 to $40,000 a year if you get into a, in, into a school district that you know has some kind of cachet or something. Of course, the top school district's incredibly competitive. You're not going to get into, but if you did, they would pay you somewhat more. But so none it's of this is not relevant to for happen. anyone in like what your,
1: I remember your age somewhere in your thirties. Your name is Dave, I think, as well. Dave, <laughs> Dave Soap. Anyways, moving on, Dave. Uh, it's you're like in your thirties or forties, what have you, somewhere in that range. Uh, I'm not going to say your age publicly, but I'm 32, and I was lucky enough that my dad for some reason, was like keenly aware of this when I was, like, six. So he'd be like, never expect to live off the government or social security. I was fucking six. And even uh, like Maybe <laughs> yeah. I got Lego from Duplo at that point. And he's like, yeah, you don't have yeah. object permanence, but... No, you have object permanence, but not the one with, like, you can tell, like, one very thin glass and very, one very fat glass is the same amount of volume. And, like, my dad was telling me that, but I have watched, like... It is truly terrifying. And, like, you want to understand the millennial problem if you're not already suffering it. If you're some fucking boomer listening to this, because I'm sure we have that. I'm not just like preaching to the choir here. But it's from what I understand, people like 20, 30 years ago could just get a job with a pension. The stock market somehow gave them returns of like 20% or something insane like that on their retirement. Like, they were able to live like out their retirement without putting anything away or they just got a pension. Unless you could just buy a house. It was fine. It wasn't that big a deal. Just everyone did it. Like it was like a mark of like success, but not like now where it's like, I need you to like bend over and show me your, your anus. Need to see that big old, (laughs) need to see that brown eye before I give you a loan. And it's like, insane to me how the internet poisons that too there is a whole episode in reading financial content online hey maybe we'll do that for the next one and but like go and look at retirement catalog retirement catalog retirement article i'm tired shut up (laughs) no but go and read like any of these like retirement calculators or articles and like you'll see how depressing it is to like if you don't have like 60 like that article went around that you need like twice your salary in retirement and I mean it was like a pretty fucking drab article but also true apparently you just needed that in there if you want to live like you do now it's like hey you've got like this much time bitch you fucking goon like you're done like the internet has informed us and crystallized these things so much it's horrible
0: And Ed, uh, we were talking about an article. There was a couple in North Carolina and they were in their early forties. And they said, Hey, that's how great. we're, We're retiring early. Yeah. We're retiring early. And Ed and I were talking about this, I think last week. And, uh, basically, uh, I was like, well, that seems fucked up. And then Ed digs into it and he texts me back and he said, okay, I figured it out. Uh, they, they got, uh, they got money from their parents, right? Their right. parents bought them the house they live in, and then they put their own money into retirement. And then they also just managed to already own stock.
1: Yeah, they I have think stock. was the deal. So they, they had a bunch of got, money. They just had they a had house. A bunch of... so they had a house. Just yes, got a house. They just got one. They had a condo. It, I guess they were given it, or they bought it while in college. Somehow. Sometimes
0: you just. Sometimes you just have a house. <laughs> you just wake up, right?
1: You just wake up one day. You turn over. You like check your phone. Oh, oh, I have a house now. Well, there we go. And that's how you get a house. It's time to it's time to move. It's time to move all my no, stuff but into you don't my house. Need to I because you them. can now yeah. use it for rental income. That's your side oh, yeah. hustle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. We need to call this one because... Partly because I want to fucking flip my shit about side hustles. With hustle. God damn it. I can't speak. That's how bad this is. No, I think we have to call it there. Next episode, though, we will definitely get into side hustles. I'll remember what we said this episode.
0: Definitely. Definitely. Side The idea of a side hustle... As uh, something, that, something that you that do phrase, to put food on the table. Delete yourself from it, my page. It is. I will. I. I'm gonna as soon as soon as we're done. I'm off your feed, Ed. Uh, Thank you. Uh, but I hate the idea that that taking on uh, a third job where you do some other bit work is somehow financially savvy and somehow speaks no, to one's it, grit it just comes by to necessity. Too. This crazy thing that people who already have money
1: are like, look, the way to get rich, hear me out, is to have more money. Have you tried that? <laughs> that is every single bit of Gary Vaynerchuk's advice. Is like, listen to me. Listen. Have you tried having one more dollar than you have right now? Listen. Have you tried having a job that pays you a million dollars? Have you tried this? come back to me when you've tried
0: that's good advice <laughs>
1: it's like yeah, yeah that's good
0: advice that sounds like a Ob- that sounds like obama yeah it's not exactly exactly <laughs> like barack obama <laughs>
1: the, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the president he hey <laughs> all right yeah
0: I'm, I'm, everybody I, hey listen thank you so much again for listening this is ftf podcast ed zitron he's at ed zitron on twitter And I'm at Drew Toothpaste on Twitter. And if you haven't already, follow us at at FTFutureCast on Twitter, the Nazi site. We all love to hate. Thanks again for listening. Good night. Thank you.